What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? This is Austin Cunningham, and I'm coming at you with another episode of Talking Football with the one and only Mr. Utah, big beard, golfing, dirt bike riding, having ass, Justin Treese. Man, how are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for asking. Been a great weekend. Let's see, what have I done? Because I know everybody's always intrigued on what I do on my weekend. I think I just listed it. You actually did. <laughs> I got a lot of dirt bike riding in on Saturday. I had a big barbecue at my house, kicked some ass in cornhole. I'll challenge anybody that wants to try to beat me in cornhole. That's fine. Like You're going to lose. And then today, went went up into the mountains and went golfing. It's been you successful. Know, I've heard someone say... I'm really good at cornhole. I'll challenge anyone to cornhole. Challenge me and I will win. Well, we go on this thing that they like to call a tailgate tour. And we are playing this game of cornhole that someone has said, I am the best at. Really, he just picks the right teammate. (laughs) That's how this man wins these games. Because I know from experience, because my back started to hurt about game two or three, because I was carrying the entire team, him and I. So you just never know. That's why I'm the type of guy that likes to sit back, go into something, and not say anything. Because if I go in there talking and I'm bad at it, it's like, oh, great, this guy just talks and he sucks. But if I go into it not talking and I'm good, they're like, man, that's that stay calm, cool, and collected. Go out there and kick some ass. That's fair. I will say as good as I am at cornhole, I'm way better at beer pong. I that dude those game those two games right there my those are my uh, my money shot games. We say it all the time. You're coming down to Vegas one time, and I'm going to take yeah. you to a Utah tailgate, and you're going to be able to play with us. We play literally for eight hours because our tailgates are so in Utah. Most of the games are like eight p.m. and we go we get there at eight a.m. We do a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I've already said this a hundred times. Yeah. But in between eating, we're literally playing beer pong dang when i was in college i i hadn't played in high school because like in high school a small town we did we didn't do that because we didn't want to get in trouble parents were very nosy some kids would just tell their parents you know that that was that but when i got to college and i started playing this game that they call the beer pong i came in like a bullet out of a gun just kobe 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 game over and through my career college, I think I lost five games. And I'm not exaggerating. In college games, I lost less than five, if not only five. And since then, since I've been out of college and I've played games with other people, you know, there's been a couple people that have gotten me here and there. But you got to look out, man, because I do not mess around with those games. I'm a very highly competitive person. So when it comes to a game like this and I'm losing – I've had when I where I only had three cups left on my side and I still had a full triangle on the other one. I looked at my teammate and I said, Are you ready? And they're like, For what? And I was like, This. Boom, 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 boom. We came back and won the damn game in like our next two turns. That is really cool. And I'm super competitive as well. So I'm sure that us playing against each other, nothing could go wrong. It's just going to turn into a big fight, like flipping tables. No <laughs> one wins. <laughs> oh, cool. Let's use your size against mine. That's going to be super fair. <laughs> What did you do this weekend? Uh, this is a trick question, actually. What, but what did you do this weekend? Uh, this past weekend, uh, we had great news from my family, personal news. My grandpa has beaten cancer. He had throat cancer, and it was looking pretty bad. They thought that they had gone in and cleared everything, and they went back for review. Turns out there was a lot more than they thought, so he had moved up um, a level of the degree of cancer that he had. So... He was set on this very hard trial of chemo and radiation. And my grandpa has been known to have this big Santa Claus type white fluffy beard. And I was like, man, like that's a cool beard. I can't wait to have it that day. Through this cancer, he lost that beard. It was kind of a tough trail from about January to honestly March or April. So the past two months have kind of been, hey, we got through it, but we have to let they have to let all the chemo out of a system. He has to be off of everything. They thought he was going to have to relearn how to swallow. I told you guys the story of he was thirsty one night, walks in the kitchen and goes, now I'm just going to have a glass of water. And boom, he swallowed the glass of water. And I was like, well, Grandpa, what happens if you choke on that water? And he's like, you know, I really didn't think about it like that. 
Long story short here, sorry. He beat cancer. We found out this week that he is, his entire body is clear of it. And so now it's just a long road of him, you know, gaining weight and getting strength and kind of growing his beard out if it'll come back in. And so we had a big old, we called it a barbecue for my grandpa, but family is notorious for going about two weeks before the planned event going, we're going to have Mexican. And I'm talking Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas. Why don't we just have some Mexican food? How about tacos? And somehow they, it always turns up great, and they do something new. Like to, this year we did walk-in tacos, so my aunt had a bunch of just bag of Doritos. And you would just go put in your meat or your chicken and your salsa, cheese, and uh, guacamole, whatever you wanted in it. And you would just crunch up the chips with it all in there, and you just walk and eat out of the bag of chips. And I was like, this is freaking genius. I'm going to start doing this everywhere I go because we hadn't heard of it yet. But that was pretty much what I did this weekend. And then today we went to the zoo, the Kansas City Zoo. I'm not going to say anything on air about it, Trish. We'll talk about it afterwards. But I was kind of disappointed with it. It was cool. But it wasn't no St. Louis Zoo. It wasn't no Omaha Zoo that I've heard about. And you've told me before, you have a pretty good zoo there in Utah, right? No, our zoo sucks. It's oh, rough. okay. My yeah. bad. Two questions to this. One, the trick question was, did you do what I asked you to do this weekend? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, because, hold on, listen, listen, Linda, listen, Linda, listen. There wasn't really any drinking going on, and we didn't want to be the only ones bringing alcohol. So we held off on it. I I have made the plan to try it. For those of you listening, he's talking about a jalapeno margarita, a jalapeno margarita. I've never had one. He has. He swears up and down it's the best thing in the world. Like, oh, who, like, how can you not love getting drunk off some spicy, hot, tangy, freaking whatever a jalapeno is? Is it a vegetable? Yes, a jalapeno is a vegetable. Thank you. I was actually kind of surprised I got that right. But, yeah, I don't want to get freaking drunk off some spicy vegetable. But Tree swears it's the best thing in the world, so I guess I'm just going to have to try it. You're and when I do, I'll give you guys a live review. Please do. Thank you. Second of all, congratulations on your grandpa beating cancer. That is very, very cool. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. I know how I know how that is with a family member and the whole cancer stuff. So it's always it's always a good feeling and good news. And I'm, I'm sure that was awesome because your whole family was there. So that's awesome, dude. Let's move on to our segment, and that is Trisivia. Let's Ooh. get started with it. I got a few today. I got three actually, three pretty yeah. solid ones in my opinion. Since the year 2000, so we're at, we're 18 seasons at this point. There's only been one wide receiver to have 1,100 yards before turning the age of 26. Who is this wide receiver? Julio Jones or Megatron? Negative on both. Odell Beckham Jr.? No, sir. Am I going to be absolutely shocked when I hear it, or is it like one of those obvious answers? I think when I say the name, you're going to go, oh, shit, I should have known that. Like, I don't think it's a household name that like one of these top, in quotes, top five, top eight wide receivers. So say it to me again, please. Since the year 2000, there has been one wide receiver to have over 1,100 yards four times before his 26th birthday. Is it going to be like Devontae Adams? No, it's not. <laughs> you, want, you want one more guess before I just tell you? Is it NFC or AFC? NFC. Steve Smith. No, it is not. The answer is Brandon Cooks. Oh my God! I should have known that because he's had a thousand yards receiving yard, like a thousand yards receiving with three different teams in three years. Correct. That's why wow. I said that you're gonna know it, like when you're gonna think it through and be, oh yeah, I should have known that. Dang, dude, that's crazy. It's crazy, right? Okay, next one, and one of them's gonna be super obvious, so whatever. But I don't care because I'm gonna go off of numbers. Last year, who had? Who are the top five quarterbacks with the most 50-plus yard throws? Within what? What was the timestamp? Just last last season. Last season? I want to say Patrick Mahomes, but I'm assuming that's not going to be the answer. No, that that's why I said one of them is going to be super obvious. Okay. Yeah, so he's tied for first. Who is he tied with? Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is not on this list. It's not going to be Phillip Rivers. Russell Wilson. No. Deshaun Watson. Yes. 
Deshaun Watson. Those wow. Two, those two were tied for first. How many do you think they had? Five. Way more. Eleven. A little bit more. More than eleven? Holy yeah. shit. Fourteen. A little bit more. Well, what? Eighteen. Lower. Split the 60. difference. Sixteen. They had sixteen. Wow. Basically won a game on that average. Wow. That is so much more than I... That's impressive. Yeah. Do you want to hear the next three? I don't, I, I don't want to make you guess them, so I'll just tell you. Okay. Matt Ryan had 15. That's a very impressive. Josh Allen had 14. Kirk Cousins had 14. Kirk Cousins had 14? Yes. Wow. Crazy, right? Okay. Next question. Last year, there was a pass rusher that missed some games. He is a very, very good pass rusher. When he did not play, the team averaged three sacks per game and were on pace for 46 altogether, which would be seventh in the NFL. When he did play, the team averaged 1.7 sacks per game, which would be 38 total, which is 19th in the NFL. Who is this pass rusher that is really good, but the team actually was better rushing the passer without him? I want to say, like, it's not going to be... It's a top premier guy that we all know. Yes. Justin Houston? Nope. Close. D. Ford? No. Don't tell me it's Chris Jones. No, it's not. Chris Jones okay. doesn't play games either. And I didn't... When I said close, I don't mean same team. I just mean... Close. Close. Maybe Boy, that freaking division. helps. Maybe same division. I don't know. Joey Bosa. Correct. Joey freaking Bosa. Yes. So, when he is not playing, the team averages almost double the amount of sacks per game, which is crazy, right? He's unbelievable. He's so good. But sometimes that just happens. And maybe it's because they were blitzing more. Like, I don't have the stats on the blitz percentage or anything like that. Right? I just have the, the sack percentage. Yeah. That is odd, though. It is odd, right? I don't, I don't get how that would make sense. Like, how does that help their defense if he's not on the field, but he's the, one of the top premier pass rushers in the NFL? And given maybe he was playing against, and I don't know what games he missed, maybe he was playing against, they were playing against worse offensive linemen, so they were just getting more sacks just as a team. And then when he played, they were playing better offensive lines. Dang, I guess. Yeah, that's, that is very, very interesting. All right, let's move on to our next segment here. Let's name a few players that we think will make their first Pro Bowl this next season. So I guess it would be the end of 2019, beginning of 2020 season. This is one of those segments that you do where you're like, ah, there's going to be like really some no-namers, people, you know, yada, yada, yada. This was actually very surprising in the sense of these guys are top household names and have made a name in the league, but have not received that recognition yet, which was a complete shock for me. So I'll go ahead and get it started off. I have about three or four guys, and so I'll go, and we'll just kind of alternate it here, three. So I'll go, you go, I go, you go. Um, the first one for me that I think is going to end up getting into the Pro Bowl this next year that didn't last year and that missed it, Christian McCaffrey. He's in the NFC. There's a lot of good running backs in the NFC. Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, and the list goes on. But Christian McCaffrey has is making a name for himself and putting up numbers, which is absolutely astonishing in that team, which is just kind of getting buried in a sense. But this guy, I feel like he's going to come out this next year. We've already seen him in camp. His arms look massive. They've gotten better on the offensive side of the ball in a sense. So I think he just comes out and tears it up and just leaves people with no other choice but to say, get this guy in the Pro Bowl because he freaking deserves it. That's a good one. I honestly am shocked that he didn't make the Pro Bowl last year. Yeah, the running backs that got selected was Zeke, Saquon, and um, excuse me here, Todd Gurley. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It really does. Okay. I'm going to go off of the name of Trisivia. What about Brandon Cooks? He still hasn't gotten a Pro Bowl? He still has never made a Pro Bowl. 
Wow. The dude. Yeah, I didn't know that. He's a 1,000 yard machine, and he just never gets in. It's unbelievable. There's like some type of, or maybe it's just me. Like, I get this way with players, and I really don't know why. I just kind of have a vibe that I don't really like him. And he just kind of seems to have that vibe. Am I wrong on that? It just seems like nobody really likes him. That's why, like, hey, we're going to go ahead and trade you. Thanks. You did great here, but uh, we want something else. Yeah. That's basically what it's been. And if you if you think about it, right, so he was in the NFC forever. So he it was when Jordy Nelson was unbelievable. There's always Julio Jones, Devontae Adams. There's Mike Evans, right? Like, there's all these big-name guys. If, they do, if they're doing well or not, um, there's always an OBJ, right? Mm-hmm. So if if they're doing well or not like those guys get the votes and that's why i hate when like fans get upset about players not making pro bowl sometimes because it doesn't fucking matter like the all pro stuff is what matters and obviously yeah the players they're wanting to be pro bowlers i get that like i'm not saying that players don't want that they absolutely do and within that though that's part of their negotiation. Like, if you make a Pro Bowl, you get this incentive. Oh, this player didn't make the Pro Bowl. That also goes under the Hall of Fame talks. This guy was a six-time Pro Bowler. This guy yeah. was a two-time Pro Bowler. Well, that guy got snubbed out because of this other guy that had made it eight straight yeah. times. And there wasn't enough room for the guy that only made it twice. But his numbers honestly may be better than the other one. But this guy had a bigger name. Yeah. And I that's, mean, that's right. the tough thing about this Pro Bowl because no one gives a shit about it anymore. But it, it does deal with their contracts and them going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. All right. What's your next one? Um, these are kind of younger guys. Uh, this next one, though, is one of these guys that's about to get freaking paid. Uh, Teresa and I have talked about him quite a bit. And this is Mr. Chris Jones. Going into his fourth year, he's improved every single year. And he didn't make it last year, which was a total shock. And I do believe he got all pro which was kind of uh, one of those things where how do you get all pro, but you don't get pro bowl. Uh, I don't know, but I think he definitely gets in this next year. I think he gets paid. He's been working his tail off this off season. And all you got to do is follow on on Instagram. He's clocking in the time about every day, wherever he's at, he seems to be just working, you know, and I love it as a chief fan. That's great to see. He might be the only other defensive tackle besides Aaron Donald that has abs going into the season. Chris Jones and Aaron Donald. Talk to me about it, you know. One of those guys is on my team, my favorite team. Treese, who's your next guy here? Because mine has abs. This guy might have abs, actually. I think he I think he does. And he is a guy that got traded this offseason from the Giants to the Browns. Uh Olivier Vernon. Correct. He has not made a Pro Bowl. I mean that makes sense. I mean, coming out of the NFC with as a what a pass rusher, is that what yeah. he is? Yeah. Yeah. I mean but he, I think he's had two 11-and-a-half, 12-sack seasons. You, you, you'd you think that a 12-sack season would get you in. I just don't get why that, like, even within that, why are the Giants trading that? Who do they have to replace that? I have no idea. I don't know who they signed. I don't know what their plan is. Nobody. What are that. they doing? What are the New York Giants and the New York Knicks doing? Figure it the fuck out. The New oh York— My God. Everybody— Free agency's going crazy right now. Austin and I are wa- looking at our phones, watching all this shit. And news broke like an hour and a half ago that the Knicks just didn't want to offer Kevin Durant a max deal because they were scared of his injury. You're the New York Knicks. Just offer him a max. Yeah, because because of an injury that he's going to come back within a year. Guess what? You're still going to have fucking Kyrie Irving. You're still going to have R.J. Barrett, who's the promise. Make that the sole attention of your team. And then the next year... Guess who's coming back? Kevin Durant. Like, get out of here. Like, what is wrong with your owner? I've been doing radio a lot lately, so I've been talking NBA basketball, so I'm just might going a little tyrant here. Sorry. The Knicks, it's like every single year, this top-level player is going to go here. It happened with LeBron James. Guess what? He goes to Miami. It happened with KD. Oh, he just bought a house. He's moved all of his businesses. Goes to the Brooklyn Nets. The fucking Nets got KD... Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan over the Knicks. You know whose fault that is? The owner. Or whoever is making decisions. You are fired. You have got to go. This is talking football, but it's our podcast. And we're going to talk about whatever the fuck we want to. So, 
Actually, now that I'm done talking about it, that was it. I'm done yelling at you guys. I'm done talking about it. Treese, what do you have? Totally agree with you. So I grew up a Duke fan just as I was younger. Like, it was the first college game I ever watched. I grew up, like, as a Duke fan, which is super weird. But so I, I always pay close attention to them. And RJ Barrett is a stud, but that dude can't go right. Just for the record, he can't go right. And I'm genuinely concerned about him in the NF- NBA because he can't go right. Like you, like what teams are starting to try to do with James Harden, they're going to do that with RJ Barrett. So that's number one. And number two, JJ Redick, who's like my favorite player, just went to the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. They're going to sneak in as the eight seed. Just let it I go. don't. I would agree with that. They just lost Julius Randle to the Knicks. They did. They did, which hurts, right? I, I totally get that. I 100%. But J.J. Redick has literally made the playoffs every single year of his career. He's never not made the playoffs. And Damn, I didn't know that. Little fun fact for you. And, I mean, he's been on the shitty Milwaukee team that snuck in. The Magic weren't good until, like, him and Howard came in. And then, yeah. obviously, he was with the good Clippers team with Griffin and yeah. C- and then he I mean he went to Philadelphia before Philadelphia was what they are right like that was still when Embiid was was like the injury prone guy and Mm -hmm. Simmons hadn't played a game in the NBA yet when he signed and the last two years have been good so I'm just gonna say it here Pelicans they're gonna sneak in as the eight seed well damn I can't wait to see it I this that just adds to my point of the Knicks here when I said Julius Randle signs with the Knicks they signed for 21 million dollars Julius Randle like, I've been on air saying before, I like him. He's very promising on talent. I don't think it was good for the Lakers to get rid of him because if you have him there and you let him develop with the D'Angelo Russell, I still think that was stupid to trade to get rid of both of them and then go after Ingram. Ingram has not done anything for your team, but the Knicks are willing to pay Julius Randle $21 million but not Kevin Durant because of the fact that he's coming off an Achilles injury. That happened less than a month ago. Yeah. So the reason they traded D'Angelo Russell, though, was because they were trying to get the Mozgov contract off their books. And the only way that the Nets would do it is if they got D'Angelo Russell. So just for the record, like that's what that's why they traded him. It wasn't because they were giving up on him. It was we fucked ourselves on this other contract and we can't pay this or we're not going to be able to get LeBron James next summer. They traded him like two years ago, though. Yeah, because you think you think teams aren't prepping shit for shit two, two years early? I mean, that's what the Knicks have been doing, right? And then they fucked it today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, let's go back into our actual <laughs> segment here. Who is another player? Let's go, let's go one or two more for each of us. Okay. Uh, the next one for me, Leighton Van Der Esch. He just missed it last year. I know he's only, you know, last year was his rookie season. But he had a really good year. And for him to kind of be snubbed on it, I don't know kind of who went over him. Let me take a look at that right now as I'm talking. But that guy came in, and as the draft was about to happen, they're like, hey, this dude's got a serious neck injury. We don't know about it. And it was just kind of like, well, what the heck? Like, why is this news just now coming out? But he lost last year to Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner. It makes sense on why he didn't make it. At some point, in some way, I think he makes it this next year. But if he's got to go against those two guys again, that's kind of hard because they're two of the best linebackers in the football. And that kind of goes back into my point that I made a little bit ago. When it comes into Hall of Fame talk, this guy's got six Pro Bowls, Bobby Wagner and Luke Keekley, and Leighton Vander has only got two. Well, part of those six years was not being able to get in front of those guys to be a part of the Pro Bowl and get that nod. Yep, makes total sense to me. All right, I'm going to name my, my last two, and then I'll let you finish this out. This one's going to surprise people. Julian Edelman, he has never made a Pro Bowl. No way. Yes, he has. Check it out. Unless I you're kidding it, me. Unless I misread it, but I just looked it up. What? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I, I, we're waiting. Hidden stars, NFL's best who have yet to make a Pro Bowl, written by Maurice Moten. Uh, I think I just botched his last name. Excuse me. Wow. There he is. What in the world? You got to think about it, though. He's only had a couple really good seasons, like, stat-wise, right? Like, he's Mr. Reliable, but when you're talking 1,000-yard seasons, double-digit touchdowns, he's just oh. not that guy. Dang, they, that sucks. All right, and I'll go with my next one, and it's going to be a homer pick, but that's okay, and it's Miles Jack. 
He has yet to make a Pro Bowl. I didn't know that either. That's crazy about this because these are these big household names that, you know, show up in the big moments and make plays, and they just don't get that overall recognition of it in the Pro Bowl talk. Damn. All right, who's your last guy? This last guy is one of these ones that I shouldn't like and I shouldn't know. He's on the bad guys team, you know, for the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's Bruce Irvin. Has not been a Pro Bowl, which is pretty crazy because he's won a Super Bowl. He's had 37 sacks over the last six seasons, an average of 6.2. You know, that doesn't look that great, but to be playing with the Oakland Raiders through that period, you know, he came from Seattle as well, but you're not getting that recognition. That's crazy for me, especially being in the AFC West. But when you're in the same division as uh, the D4, Justin Houston, Joey Boza, and on the same team as Khalil Mack, it makes sense. But this is just one of those guys that still has that big name, getting that big money, and he's not in the Pro Bowl. To me, it just, I don't know what you do to kind of help with that. or fix, I guess there's no way of fixing it. You know, I'm not going to sit here and try and say that. But at the same time, it's just like, damn, how do these guys get that recognition? The only good? Thing- well, the only way to really do it in my eyes, but you you can't do it because you need the fan engagement into this, is you got to take the fans out of it. Because they're who whoever has the most fans for that fan base, right, That they're going to get more votes. Yeah. So the only way to really do it is having it be players and coaches voting, in my eyes. But you can't do it because, I mean, I look forward to, like, voting. Like, I think it's fun, like, getting online and, like, Picking your guys and making it making a roster. It's enjoyable. Very much. Let's go ahead and move in right into our next segment. Uh, Therese, I'm not really sure where you wanted to head here. I don't know if this is something I've missed. The NFL logo tournament. Are they in talks of changing the logo for the NFL? No. This is, I made a bracket of every single team. And we're going to oh, choose shit. Teams, roster, teams. Okay. Based off their logo. Based off their logo. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Cool. Have you already ranked them? I don't know. Why does my why does a British accent come out <laughs> randomly like that? Have you already ranked them, eh? Uh, yeah, I have. All right, that's cool. <laughs> I'm shocked at myself with that accent. I just need to apologize for it. You've already ranked them. Let's go ahead and get right on into this because this is something I didn't realize was happening today. But I'm even more excited now. Let's get right on into it here, Trees. We got the Tennessee Titans versus the Cleveland Browns. Whose logo is cooler? And this is like the logo that's going on, on the side of their helmet, right? Like the logo yeah. of just what they are? Yeah. The Tennessee Titans. And I feel like they're going to make a pretty far run into this. When I was little trying to pick which team I was going to be a fan of, when I saw the Tennessee Titans logo, I was kind of like, wow, that's pretty impressive. They're that white blue, that baby blue that I like. And also, their new jersey that they came out with last year, for a freaking call as well. I only like their dark blue ones. The other ones, I feel, don't mesh well. Really? Yeah. Also because, uh, I forgot to tell you, oh, fuck the Titans. So, anyways, (laughs) moving on. Falcons versus Patriots. (laughs) Oh, because I forgot to tell you, fuck the Titans. Uh, you said Falcons versus Patriots. Damn, that's tough. I'm going to have to go with the Patriots. That's just an iconic. That's a really, really cool one. And the Falcons, I really like their old ones with the black one, the black eagle. I think that's really, really cool. I agree. If it was the older one, I think Falcons would have won that. But I'm good with that. Next one's Buccaneers versus Packers. I'm going to go Buccaneers. I just think it's really like it's so different and cool. And since they made the logo bigger on the helmet. I really like that. I wish more teams would do that. Like, I want the logo to take up an entire half of your helmet. Like, that's what I want. We got to do a coin flip because I disagree. I think Green Bay's is awesome. It's just a G. I think the GB is awesome, dude. I really do. I think it, I think the color combination is fantastic. And I think the Buccaneers one looks like something like a 12-year-old likes. Not, um, not being well, disrespectful. Wow. Wow, why don't you back up a little bit, bro? I'm going to as I flip my coin. You want the red side or black side? Uh, red it up. Lucky bastard. Green Bay's moving on, everybody. You're welcome. I know we have quite a bit of Packers fans. 
that are listen active listeners on Twitter and like to talk to us. So you're welcome. Next up, Minnesota Vikings versus New York Jets. If the Jets would add a jet on their helmet, which would be the obvious freaking thing to do if you were that team, that would be my answer. But you like to spell the word Jets out in big, thick, white letters on the side of your helmet, and it doesn't make sense to me. And the Vikings, it's a freaking Viking. Like, that is very cool. So that's an easy decision for me. Absolutely. That was my high school mascot was the Vikings. So we actually stole their their logo, but rather than the purple, it was maroon. So I'm with you. I like it. Dude, we had a local school uh, that did that as well here. They're right across um, like the state line in Kansas, a real small town. But that, that's exactly what they did as well. It, in Utah, I don't know how it is in other states, but like in Utah, like we just literally grab for the most part like we just grab nfl logos and just change color so like there's ones <laughs> like the jordan jaguars and shit like that and they just change the the teal to a different color and shit like that so damn that's uh, neat yeah my my high school we actually had a really cool logo we were the the liberal bulldogs but we had a there's a local school here called the Pitt state gorillas they're a d they're a d2 school and they have a split face gorilla so one half is red one half is yellow I would definitely recommend looking it up just to see it because it they're the only school in the nation that is a gorilla as their mascot. And they're, they're very prideful of it. The community is very prideful of it. Everyone here loves the gorillas. So we just incorporated that aspect into our logo with the bulldog and did the split face. And it's really, really cool. I'll have to take, send a picture of it to you and show you. Cool. Sounds good. All right, let's move on. We are going to do the chargers versus the cardinals i'm gonna pick the chargers man i like the bolt the the lightning bolt i think that's really awesome when i was a little kid and i was starting to collect football cards my little sister was kind of like you know why what are all these teams what are they and i didn't know the team so i was going through like with the colts i called them the horseshoes the chargers i called them the lightning bolts just because i was going off what the logo design was on the card and ever since then i honestly have kind of liked the chargers it's just hard to do and express that with them being in the exact same division and being the main rival of them. Yeah, and it makes it way worse when they're actually better than your team this Shut year. Shut the fuck up. My God. <laughs> Moving on, because all I'm doing <laughs> is spitting straight facts tonight. Yeah. Let's go with the Carolina Panthers versus America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Man, you got to go with the star. That star symbolizes so much, and you can see it everywhere. That's that's where my answer is. Totally agree with you there. But but the Panthers, that's a very cool-looking Panther. It is. And if it wasn't up against the Cowboys star, I would have picked it 100%. That's fair. Moving on, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want you to answer this one. I want you to answer this. The Jaguars, their new logo, their old one sucked. Their new logo is awesome. And the Steelers logo sucks. What? You don't like the Steelers logo? No. And I'm not just saying this to be you to you. Um, I do like their logo. I really do. I think it's simple. The three different colors, it, it mixes in well with it. I like the Steelers logo, dude. You can't say that you like the Steelers logo, but then you don't like the Packers. You can't say that. It's the same thing. No, it's not. The Packers is a giant freaking G, and the Steelers is a steel emblem. It literally has two, three diamonds in it. It's a. That's pretty freaking cool. It's better than a giant G. All right, so we have to fucking flip a coin in round one for the Jaguars? That's fine. Oh, get butthurt about it. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, you want red or black here? Give me the red again. I'll just always be red. Let's just make that official. Thank you. This is moving right along. This is moving right along. Um, This next one, Denver Broncos versus the New York Giants. Denver Broncos all the way, man. That freaking Bronco, that's a cool one. Yep, I agree with you there. All right, what about the Eagles versus the Colts? I like the Eagles. The wings coming off the front of that helmet. As a little kid, it was the coolest thing because I wanted to see the uh, the Falcons do it as well, but like have bigger, longer wings. 
thought that would have been really cool for them, but you know they've just stuck with their logo. Yep, I agree. The Colts one's pretty boring. Oakland Raiders versus Buffalo Bills. Man, this is another tough one. I'm going to pick Oakland just due to the fact of being black and silver and having the eye patch, the old pirate eye patch. And the Bills, I, I think it's just their color scheme that I like with them more than anything. But to make a Buffalo look cool, that's kind of a difficult thing to do, but they figured it out. They did. The Houston Texans versus the Chicago Bears. Let's hear yours on this. I want to hear you on this one, sir. I, I like the Bears. It's a classic It's a classic logo. I think that they do a lot of different things with the Bears. Like, they do the actual logo of the Bear. I like it. So, I'm starting to notice you're just a big letter guy. Because of two, because of two teams? I'm starting to realize that you just have poor taste in colors when, with diamonds. Ex- <laughs> with colors? Oh, you, you got po- poor color choice. Idiot. <laughs> Yeah, get out of well, here! You're calling me an idiot because I like a letter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? You don't like the Green Bay Packers because it's a giant G? What? You don't like the Chicago Bears because it's a, a weird orange C? Uh, not really. Um, the Texans have a really cool logo. I like that. I like the Texans logo. I like that color scheme, and that's where I'm gonna go with. You wanna know what? I don't care enough on this. Like, it was really close for me. I'll give you Houston. That's fine by me. I, I appreciate that. You don't have to appreciate anything from me. Okay. Okay. Seattle Seahawks versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Ah, oh, damn it. I'm going to go with Seattle. Similar reason with the Eagles. I like the, the double Seahawk coming off of it. Man, these are, this is a tough freaking order because the Bengals is one of my favorite ones as well, dude. I love the, the Bengal stripes. Like, we went to the zoo today. I sat at the Bengal exhibit for like 15 minutes, mainly because it was stinking hot and it was the only part of shade. So I sat in the same part of the shade as the Bengal, and he was just sitting there panting, and I was doing the same thing on the other side of the fence. But <laughs> Oh, man, you are ridiculous. <laughs> I will say, like, I think we said this in one of our first episodes when we were talking about jerseys. Like, my favorite jersey is... The Bengals, their color rush one, that's the white one, and it has the black, just white with black stripes with the orange helmet with the stripes. Like, I think that's so clean. So yep. clean. I love it. But when I think of Seahawks, I literally think of Jesse from Free Willy wearing the old school Seattle hat. And mm. like, that's what I think of. And so I'm going with Seattle there. <laughs> yep. That's my reasoning, everybody. I'm that's like a child. Yeah, and I'm the ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous one. <laughs> All right, Saints versus Ravens. I'll go ahead and go with this one, and this is a tough decision too because the Ravens have a really cool logo as well. Um, I like the plate that they have with the the different design into it. I'm gonna go with the Saints though. That's a cool, that's a cool golden black, and you're rubbing your head on like it's another stupid decision. And I'm about to just reach for the screen and slap the shit out of you. Why are you picking the Ravens? Are you just a closet Raven fan too? <laughs> no, no, I'm picking the Saints. I'm doing that because it's a shield, which is the exact reason you chose the Steelers. Is because it was a cool shield. You're the most inconsistent person I know. I feel like I'm talking to my girlfriend right now. You say things and you don't even remember what you said. Here we go. It sounds like your girlfriend's very intelligent, is what it sounds like. She is. She's a very bright human being. Anyways, moving on. We have the Los Angeles Rams versus the Kansas City Chiefs. God damn it. Damn you, Trees. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to be a homer. The arrow, the arrowhead, the stadium, everything about the Kansas City Chiefs, that logo was drawn on a napkin at a Texas restaurant when Lamar Hunt was sitting down going, I want to move the Houston Chiefs, or the Dallas, excuse me, they were the Dallas Texans, and there was already the Dallas Cowboys, and they're like, this isn't going to work in Texas. We can't have two teams in Dallas. I want to move them to Kansas City, and I want to call them the Chiefs. And he drew the logo on a napkin, and that was the birth of the Kansas City Chiefs right there. History lesson today for everyone there. That is... Actually, a cool story, and I'm good with taking the Chiefs there. 
That's tough, though, because the Rams, that's a flipping cool one, dude. It is. That yellow and blue, that is a cool logo. The reason I'm not going with the Rams is because of how inconsistent they are on their color schemes. Like when they use so. when they use the bright yellow and blue one, and then they use the darker jerseys. Equipment guy needs to get fired, or whoever's in charge of choosing the jerseys. Yeah, or when they do their dark jerseys that they had in St. Louis, but they do the the blue and white helmet. Yeah, yeah. it looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. Dolphins versus Redskins. I'm going Dolphins. I love the dolphin helmet. When I was a little kid, we got a, uh, excuse me, we went to a yard sale, and they had a helmet, a football helmet for sale, and it was a Miami Dolphins helmet. And I thought I was the coolest kid on the block running around in the front yard playing two-hand touch football with a Miami Dolphins helmet. So that's the reason why there, honestly. That's a deep, deep secret. I'm also heading into this next one, the Detroit Lions versus the San Francisco 49ers. Trees. Who do you like out of the two, sir? It's got to be the Niners. Their logo is sweet. The color scheme they got, and yes, it's letters again. I'm aware, but it is. It's actually it's, numbers, but yeah. I mean, they have the SF, though. I mean, I can <laughs> Sorry, so the one on the helmet, yes, it is a, a four and a nine, but I mean, in the middle of the field, they do do an SF sometimes, so it's cool. Holy shit. Well, yeah, they're. There's an SF <laughs> trying to defend yourself. No, you're right. I mean, like you're right on the on the helmet. Oh my god! <laughs> Man, I I haven't laughed that like oh I can't even talk. That was freaking hilarious. You, you laughed harder this episode. <laughs> well, there's an SF. <laughs> you completely disregarded the ERS. No, I, I understand that there's – I guess I get why you're laughing now, but that's not what I'm talking about. But I like the SF logo. It's fine. Keep going. Yeah. Do you agree with me or do you disagree with me? <laughs> I, I'll agree with you. I like the lines too, though. That silver line's pretty cool. When they make that their premier logo on the helmet with the big line and they just do their silver uniforms or they do the all-silver helmet with the blue – all blue like tops and bottoms – I think that's a sick uniform, and I wish they would just stick to it. All right, moving back up, we got the Titans versus the Patriots. Well, Trees, as you would say, fuck the Titans because the Patriots logo, even if it's the one that they currently have or the one that's snapping the football, like both of those are just so cool, dude. 100% agree with you there. Packers versus Vikings. We got a little division matchup here. Yeah, we do. Um, I am going to pick the Vikings. With what I mentioned earlier, I just like the Viking logo. It doesn't have anything to do with the, the being a big, giant G. I think that just has so much to do with... I'm not going to say anything about it because I feel like I'm going to use that excuse on another reasoning later that you're going to use against me. So, yeah, I'm just going to stick with the Vikings. I'll go with the Vikings. That's fine by me. I like the Vikings logo. Chargers versus Cowboys. Who do we got? I'm going with the old lightning bolt. I'm digging it, man. And you have that with the baby blue jerseys. Yep. 100%. At some point, something's got to beat a star. And, and that's the thing that comes down to earth. And I'll pow, pow! Lightning strike. Steelers versus Broncos. I'm going with the Broncos here, man. That's a cool freaking horse. Yeah. Uh, legit, the Jaguars would have beat the Broncos as well in this. So I'm very disappointed. But sure, Broncos. Yep. That whole bracket's fucked, to be completely honest with you. Eagles versus Raiders. <laughs> You're so mad. <laughs> the whole bracket's fucked because the Steelers beat the Jaguars. Yeah. I'm going to set up a poll right now through our Twitter. And so when you guys are listening and you've seen this come out, two days before the fucking podcast air, you're going to know why, because Therese is throwing a fit that the whole bracket is destroyed due to the fact that the Steelers were beating the, the oh, were beating the Jaguars in a logo competition. But back to the Eagles versus Raiders, I want I almost need a coin flip on this because I honestly just don't know. I like I don't care who wins, but they're both so good. One of them has to, and I don't want to be the one that makes that decision. I'm gonna be straightforward with you on this. Whichever one you chose, I was gonna choose the opposite because I felt the same way. Like they were just so even that I just didn't want to be the guy that like made that decision. So fine by me. You'll be red, which is Eagles. Black, which is the Raiders, obviously. And it is 
black, which means the Raiders are moving on. Boom. We have the Houston Texans versus the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, sir. Seattle for sure. Sounds good to me. I'm not going to argue on that one. We have the New Orleans Saints versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm on, and I'm not just being a homer here. Like that arrowhead is just so freaking cool. It's so simple. The KC in the middle of it with the red letters, you know, the black squiggles that go along with the arrowhead. I that's where I'm gonna go with it. And it's really not just me being a homer. I just I really, really do like that logo. Especially on an all red helmet. It just looks awesome. <sighs> decisions, decisions. I'll give it to you. Chiefs. Moving on. We have the Miami Dolphins versus the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going with the Dolphins. I gave you guys my main deepening childhood's reason, and that's what I'm going to stick with. We have a coin flip then. Here we oh, go. Oh, boy. Red Look at that. Red Some numbers and letters. Just get trees going. Yep. Damn straight. It's red. All right. And then there go the numbers and letters. Weird. <laughs> Weird how this always happens. Oh, boy. All right. Patriots versus Vikings. Who's making it to the final four? Gosh, dang it. I'm going to go ahead and go with the New England Patriots. I think that's a logo that's going to be hard to beat, and they honestly might make it to the championship round. Uh, I was going to pick the Patriots, so I thought we were going to do a coin flip. I really thought you were going to take the Vikings. We got another division matchup in the Chargers versus Broncos. Man, this is tough because these are like some of my favorite logos, honestly, right between these two teams, and it sucks that they're in the AFC West against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, Treese, I want you to make this decision here. It's the Chargers, no questions. Okay, cool. Moving on, other side of the bracket, we have the Oakland Raiders, soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders, and the Seattle Seahawks. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks, man. Yep, that's a tough one. That's the icon. That's one of the last iconic logos. Now, yeah. bottom of the bracket, Chiefs versus Dolphins. I'm going make this decision because I feel like this is where I'm getting to a homer state. So I want you to go ahead here. We're gonna we're gonna do a coin flip because I I okay. really like both of them. Like I have no problem with either one moving on. The like the teal and orange goes together so much better than you would ever think. Yeah. And then you throw in a flippant dolphin, which is one of the coolest mammals out there. And Damn. Ace Ventura. Jeez. Yeah. Seriously. Dolphins are moving on, people. There we go. Down go the Chiefs. We Down are- goes Kansas City. Always, always screaming. Okay, I wouldn't have said that if you were just going to kick me while I was down. I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry. I've been down since round one. At least you made it to the Elite Eight. We are moving on to the final four, which is the New England Patriots versus the Los Angeles Chargers on one side, the Seattle Seahawks versus the Miami Dolphins on the other side. We will start on the left side of the bracket, which is the Patriots versus the Chargers. And I'm going to go with the lightning bolt to end the Patriots. That just, you throw in the yellow with the lightning bolt and the baby blue over the dark blue, silver, and red of the New England Patriots. I'm set with the baby blue and yellow. We got our first team in the championship. Happy we agreed there. Next one, Seattle Seahawks versus the Miami Dolphins. I'm going to go with Seattle here. I don't know what it is about the double Seahawks coming out the back end of that helmet on coming towards the front, moving forward with the stream of the head. But it's one that I really like, and it's super cool. It fits Seattle. That's what they've always been and just who they are. And that's my reasoning on putting them in the championship. Therese, do you have anything different to mention? Nope. I'm with you. Seattle's there. So we have our championship set. We have Los Angeles Chargers, the Lightning Bolts, versus the Seattle Seahawks. So who are you picking the win then? I'm picking the I'm picking the Los Angeles Chargers. I am as well. A clean sweep. I love it when that happens. I, I get really stressed on the whole like best of three coin flip thing. Stresses yeah. me out. All right, cool man. I, I'm that went very well. We didn't have too many disagreements besides the biggest disagreement we've ever had on the episode, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> that, that's talking football for you in the month of june 
uh, last day of June, actually. We're moving. Yeah. To, we're moving to July next month or next month tomorrow. And do you know what that means? Training camp, baby. Training camp, boys. We are another Sunday closer to football. Yep. Let's go. Let's go. And what is going to make it go by that much quicker? Get on Amazon Prime and you watch All or Nothing because that shit comes out in less than three weeks. I was going to ask you, when does it come out? Has the uh, And this is one for last year, correct? Correct. And it is, like I mentioned, that the rumor was it was the Panthers, and it is. It's the Carolina Panthers, and it comes out on July 19th. So how are they doing all this filming and stuff with no one knowing it during the season? Amazon is really good at hiding shit. <laughs> uh, strictly I mean, from their CEO till he gets busted. <laughs> yeah, but really, really, I mean, they didn't hide it that well because that's why all the rumors were out that it was the Panthers. Yeah. I think that just not a lot of people are paying it. Like, everybody pays attention to Hard Knock, so nobody's paying attention to Amazon. And then once the season starts, I just don't think that that's a big deal. Like, it's the storylines of the NFL. I hear you. Makes sense. Yep. But that's our episode for tonight. So, everybody. I feel like it was a pretty good one. I I totally agree. I think it was solid. And we'll keep coming up with some fun little segments. We want to get you guys involved. And we hope that you guys do get involved in the social media aspect. Yeah, and before you head out um, or lead us out of here, I just want to go ahead and say thank you to everyone that's been listening um, from the start. Uh, we really do appreciate it more than you know. This is definitely something that wanting to continue to build and that we're very excited about. We've been working hard on this, man. We Coming up with ideas can be difficult at times, but this is something that we are proud to be a part of and that we are excited for. And Teresa and I, we've had long discussions with it, where we want this thing going and who we're eventually going to be and what we are. And I can tell you, we are freaking pumped for the future, dude. We are excited that this thing got started. It's been tough. But when this season gets rolling, we're still going to be here. And we might even add another episode during the week. But we want your help. We want to talk with you guys. We want to engage with you guys because you're just as much a part of this as we are. So keep doing your thing. Keep listening to us. Keep supporting us. And it's gonna we're going to be right back there with you because you guys are just as much talking football as we are. So let's just keep this thing rolling and heading into the season because I'm freaking ready to go, dude. You absolutely are right. You guys are a big part of it and want you guys to be involved in it. We want you guys to feel like you're part of talking football. We want to hear you guys on on Twitter, on Instagram. Call in, right? I will we'll get we'll get you on the episode in the sense of your questions. So send us anything. We'll we'll answer anything, really. Yeah. I mean, even if it's like, hey, do I plant this or this in my in my landscaping garden? Hey, Treese. Maybe you should buy this type of plant to put in your yard because your wife bought you a Home Depot gift card for your birthday. And maybe you should try planting some of these bad boys. Anything, whatever it is, you need advice on life questions, we're going to figure out a way to get an answer and rolling on this show because we are super excited. I've said that enough times and I can't say it enough, you know, moving forward. We are pumped about what this is and what it's going to eventually become. And that does it for tonight, everybody. So, again, we appreciate it. And tonight we've been talking football.